You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I know. I'm sorry you're upset. You got served already. Oh, my God. That's what just happens. Nope. You are on fire today. No what is wrong ever, with you? No one ever expects it coming. I mean, you have because to, you it have didn't to, happen. Well, you just have to be prepared for that. I mean, <laughs> nobody, nobody's like, oh, I'm going to go out and get served today, and then bam, you know, expect it. Nobody to sets out to get served. Nobody sets out to, but unfortunately, that's what happened to you this morning, or as some of the listeners are coining it, nibbled. Really, Sir, you're going to try and coin your Could own phrase? Oh my god! Bam! Once again, you just got nibbled. That sounds wrong. Yep. And that's what happened to you. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, we've got a ton of stuff here today because it is Friday, January 17th here out of Portland, Oregon. And, um, of course, with Friday, we have Science Facts. Oh, God. It's like I, I, I blank it out of my mind every week. Where I will put on my Dr. Science hat and we will dispel some of the untruths. What does Dr. Science's hat learned? look like? Does it look strangely like Greg Nibbler's hat? It's very similar. Okay, Dr. Science is a stylish man. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that will be uh, happening later on in the show. So live listeners will be able to enter their questions for that. And many other things. We do want to say um, a big announcement here on the website of FunEmploymentRadio.com where there is now a link up to purchase your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Network Party. Yes. It's happening February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater right here in Portland, Oregon. And I know, already know there's a bunch of people coming in from out of town. So get your tickets now. It's going to be, it's a lot more discounted if you buy them early. Yeah. So it's- and we actually super discounted them because uh, when it came to ticket processing, because as we know, like everyone kind of gets, you know, totally screwed on the ticket processing sometimes. Right. So it was actually making it a little bit more. So we cut down the price. So it's uh, cheaper yeah. if you buy it beforehand. It's five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks. Seriously, it's only $5 to come to this thing and it's going to be fantastic. So go there to funemploymentradio.com, click on the uh, link, it's right there at the top of the page, and you can pick up your tickets now. It's $10 at the door, so it's not like it's that much more, but we highly encourage everyone to pur- purchase their tickets. Mm-hmm. Ahead of time. We've been coming up with more and more ideas and things and shenanigans and There's a lot things, of things that will that ensue that night. Oh There's my gosh. There's a lot of things being planned for this night. I'm so you guys, excited! You guys want to go to this. Oh. Just trust me. Uh, just trust me. Just trust me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyway, um, I did serve Sarah earlier because I was making Will you stop laps. saying that you served me what is wrong with you <laughs> i'm just i'm feeling in a weird mood because i i actually was at like a very cultural event yesterday so as you know i cultural or cultured uh both of those things okay both of those i'm feeling very cultured today <laughs> that's more that's more what it is because uh one of my side jobs is i do some work at the portland art museum yes, which you is do. fantastic and they were having um an event for the portland opera there yesterday so i so i watched a lot of people sing opera <gasps> you got to see them sing opera yeah mm-hmm. was that interesting yeah, actually, it was it, it was pretty interesting. I've never actually seen it's, opera in person. This is not something that I've ever, I've never been a part of this either. They were having their announcements for what's going to be in 2015 at the Portland Opera, so they had people performing pieces from each one of them. That's odd because you know I've never really listened to opera, but I guess you know there are opera enthusiasts and like because mm-hmm. all of it kind of sounds the same to me. But I guess if they're like all looking forward to who's coming in 2015, that means right. something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they were they were sh- showcasing different pieces from the different uh, different songs. So I felt though vicariously, you know, then I also acquired that kind of a cultural sense that maybe you wouldn't understand, but it, it made me feel very musical. Oh, so this is the more cultured Greg Nibbler who yes. serves people, right? Yeah, I, okay. I served you earlier with my rap and. 
and it, it made me realize that you know I can expand my skills and I can your I can, skill set. Yeah, I yeah. Can, I can maybe do opera. Did you I go up it, uh, for a guest spot yesterday? I the opera. I didn't do that because I didn't want to outshine. You know, they already had kind of their thing going. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. I have been writing songs today though, and you know, one of them was a rap. But also, I wrote some songs for uh, for Walter. As Walter, well, so. who's sitting over here underneath my feet right now. So to explain who Walter is, uh, Walter is former roommate Ryan's dog, um, who I am uh, dog sitting for for the next couple of days and he is scared of the world but uh, we brought him down here to the studio so he's not by himself so he's here uh, hunkered up underneath the desk right now <laughs> I keep forgetting that he's there too and so like when I went he's to sit very he's, quiet he is silent yeah and he doesn't move he's kind of like Buster what, Buster Bluth what was the school that Buster Bluth <laughs> yes. went to uh, children should be uh, neither seen nor neither heard neither seen nor heard that's yeah. kind of Walter <laughs> that's how Walter is in life neither seen nor heard he just hides down there in the corner and it is easy to forget that I totally did because I sat down and like I put my feet down and I stepped on him and I didn't realize and I'm like what the fuck I'm like oh Mm -hmm. it's just a Walter sitting underneath my feet Yep, I did not know it that is him right there so with that being said there is a Walter in the studio and Greg is has decided that he is going he's very musical today I am very musical so Greg did write a song about Walter yeah well I wrote it's just a little thing to calm him down while I'm in the in the truck because we talked about before how I'm very uh, I'm very good at Milford Academy that's Academy, that's what it was called. That's where Buster Blue That's where Buster yeah. went. Milford Boys. Neither seen nor heard. Uh, and, uh, you know, and it calms him down because I have I have the way of singing to animals, which I've talked about before. I can I can sing to them and I can call to them. And so I was, I was just trying to calm him down in the car. That's what I was doing. That's what you were so, doing? Yeah. So what was your song that you were singing to him? Can you, can uh, you well, please Well, I wasn't prepared to sing it, Sarah. I mean, if oh, you're really yes. begging me you're to. You're not a ham at all. I mean, if you're yeah, begging me to This just makes you that. so uncomfortable. I, mean, I wasn't certainly planning on it. I mm-hmm. uh, went like, uh, Walter the Wonder Dog, you really neat. You're not a frog. You have much more hair than a log. You're Walter the Wonder Dog. And I sang that over and over. All the way wow! Down. Yeah, it's really it's. It, there's not many more verses to it than that. Wow, that's pretty much the main verse, and that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of how that. I do it. have to say, yesterday uh, when you were going off to work, and then you know I had to take Walter, and I, I brought him over to your house. I was totally nervous about having him in the car, and I too was singing to him, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what I didn't make up my songs, but like everything that would come on the radio, I would just substitute Walter, oh, like yeah. in, like because he was just sitting there burrowed. I didn't even know that his body could make itself that compact, like squishing into my car. Yeah, like he can make him. He's a like a big fluffy dog. He's probably like forty pounds, probably. Yeah, but he's super fluffy. So I mean, he takes up a little bit of space. He made himself like the size of a basketball. I don't know how he did it. The way he yeah. wedged himself into the corner of my car. He's real good at that. Yeah, and so every song that would come on the radio, like I would just be like I think Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball came on and I was singing to him like it came in like a Walter Ball like a Walter Ball like a Walter Ball wow (laughs) I was just trying to say his name as much as possible because he was so freaked out did it work I think it was I think he thought I was kind of stupid right so I think it distracted him from his fear for a little bit right yeah mm-hmm. what's the weird lady doing mm-hmm. okay and then I would like start to sing like uh, Disney songs like look at this Walter isn't it neat when yeah wow so you're pretty good too there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not quite as good as my <laughs> We both songs. default to trying to help uh, Walter the scared dog by singing to him. My my songs are original, so that's all that's all I'm saying is mm-hmm. you know that's Walter the Wonder Dog. That's one of my one of my hits that I could probably come into for a, some kind of an opera. 
or musical maybe okay well yeah. maybe you should let them know next time they have an opera event just be like hey you know I might be working here but mm-hmm. I'm pretty I have this pretty sweet original I'll just, song I'll just that start I wrote inserting myself into all the events that I work at <laughs> I'll somehow work my way in oh yeah I notice you guys are getting married well let me just let me give you let me give you a couple tips here oh I'm my gonna God. go up here and <laughs> oh yeah because that turned like out so well a, I'd like to come up and uh, just give you a little speech and then I'll just start writing my own speeches for everybody oh people wow. I don't know yeah that my job will last a long time when oh I'm sure it will I'm sure it would be greatly appreciated after people have rented out that in that space mm-hmm. to have somebody come up and interrupt their wedding. Right. Yes, I'm sure that would work out very well for me. They would be very, very appreciative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could do that. I could just start inserting myself into things. Oh, what? Uh, that's that's not how I'm. All right. Well, also, so what Greg was talking about at the beginning of the show was the fact that he was saying that I got served. Right. I was writing some raps. Greg was writing some raps. I'm multi-talented. Which, by the way, I didn't tell you, but I was writing your raps verbatim on my Twitter account. What? As you were rapping. You were? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you, were writing, you were writing my raps out for the, for the public to see? Those yes. Those are private raps, Sarah. They're private raps. <laughs> I do have your rap. Now, do you want to say your rap? Do you want to rap it? You did post those online. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> well, yeah. I mean, I do have, I have the raps. I don't know if I should do them right now. I mean, now I'm feeling a little bit weird about it now that you've put it out there to the public. That was my private private raps that I was doing. Yes, it's so private people. as we're sitting here in a studio with microphones and a live stream I in mean, front of our I faces. I mean, I haven't broken it down with a beat yet, so I don't know. This could be a, this could be a little bit... Uh, this could be a little bit different. I don't know if I could do it. I don't, I don't know if I can break it down with a beat. I'm, I'm pretty see. sure you can. Let me see. Let me see what... Did you find a beat? Oh, my God. All right, I can I can try, I can try, I can try to break it down for you. Oh my god! Let me let me let me find my raps. Wait, where did where did I, where did I put my raps? Just go to my Twitter page. No, I'm not copying <laughs> off your Twitter page. <laughs> no, now this feels weird. Yeah, people are saying, "Oh yeah, kick it, Swish." That's your rap name. Swish Nibbler. Sitting there wondering if you could wait, 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 wait. You gotta start you again. Because you know that my rap's all the best. What? You gotta start again no. because I talked over it. Ready, go, go, go. Damn it, no. You rest and you messed it up now. You messed it up. Come on, Greg. Do it for Walter. Okay, I gotta start off from the top. Yo, yo. Now you're wanting this. <laughs> wait a minute. Now I gotta start over. See, you messed it up. You messed it up. Now you're sitting there wondering if you could pass a test, but you can't because you know that my reps are the best. I'm the coolest of the cool, and I make you look like a fool because I'm standing tall while you sit on a stool. You're jealous of my style and my status on the streets. You're jealous of the way that I rock the beats. When I roll through the hood, I get mad respect because I play the tunes that make them bob the nets. That's the first part of it. Smooth little ditty you got there. <laughs> Maybe you and Keelan There's can have a rap battle. Too, I'll leave all the, Maybe you and Keelan can have a rap battle at the listener party. Maybe we could. We could have a diss rap battle. Ryan <sighs> <sighs> says Macklemore just drove his butt tour bus into a lake after hearing that. <laughs> and that, my friend, is how you get served. <laughs> oh my God, Greg. 
Yeah, it's kind of tough dealing with that after something like that happens. Like, what is what goes through your mind after you've just been like crushed like that? Wow, I kind of feel like Eminem in Eight Mile. You right. know, like you feel yeah. like the first time, not when he ultimately wins the rap battle and the respect of his peers in Eight Mile. Right. But I'm talking about the first time when he goes up there mm-hmm. and he kind of freezes and yeah. then he gets schooled. That's kind of how it felt for you. Right yeah, now. I felt I felt like Rabbit. I yeah. felt like I was schooled. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's something that uh, you're gonna have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with for quite a long time. Um, we're going to need to bring that music to the listener party. My Mad Beats? Yes. What 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 is that music? That is the best thing I've ever heard. It's called Monkey Bones Beat. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please have an eight-mile-style rap battle between you and Keelan? Oh, my God. Please. Can we have the Fun Employment Radio listener party rap battle? People can get sure. up and battle you. Sure, they won't. Are you saying pass. yes? No, I don't know. Come Maybe. on, we got it. You know, this is a ticketed it. event. We've got to give the people what they want. Maybe, but then everybody's going to walk away feeling all sad after I serve them. So <laughs> all sad for you as you're up there with the PBR in one hand, sloshing around <laughs> trying to rap. Oh my god! Instead of like impromptu comedy or whatever, it should be. You should get a, a topic. And then you have five minutes to write a rap about it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Why are you putting this on me? If I do that, you're doing five minutes of stand-up. No, I'm not doing five minutes of stand-up. Don't put that on me. This is completely a different thing. That has to happen. We'll, We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Like I said, I gotta be, I gotta be in the right mood. I gotta be in the, my rap moods. Oh my gosh! And we could take volunteers. It can be like mm-hmm. you and you, Keelan, and like two other like listeners, and mm-hmm. you guys can all you all mm-hmm. get one topic. Yeah, and then you can rap about it. What would my What would my rap name be? Uh, Swish. DJ Swish. You're not a DJ. You're a rapper. Oh, MC Swish. MC Swish. MC Swish. MC That's Swish. it. But you always have to incorporate it into your songs. My name is MC Swish, and I'm here to MC say MC Swish. Making your wish. Or something like that. Yeah, I'd have to go work on that one a little bit. See, people like... I'm, I'm looking, and overwhelmingly so in the chat, people are liking your rapping. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Greg, come on. We're, <laughs> we're, we're bullet-pointing things that we're doing for the listener event. I really think that a rap battle might be in order. Okay. Maybe we could do this. Maybe I, when I we have... Kinda, kid- I'm already writing one right now, actually, just in like that in my head, because this is how my, my head works. I'm always writing. I'm always writing. That's my it. Raps. You're just a, you're cre- you're creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you always are. You're just okay. You're- MC Swish, MC Swish. Yes, yes. My name's MC Swish, and I grant a lot of wishes. I do. My name's MC Swish, and I grab grant a lot of wishes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And on the court, uh, no. No, and on and on, on the court, my basketball deafens you with swishes. No, you are not a rapper. This is not working for you. Oh, this is not working for you. Oh yeah, see, it's it's just it's always flowing from me. I just got to keep it going. Sometimes you look ridiculous. You cannot mess with this. The way I move around makes you all incredulous. See that? That was like that was a, like a branching out. I wish bit. that you guys could see Greg's little dinosaur <laughs> arm movements. The things you lack, cause I'm the king rapper and you're the queen hack. Bam! Oh, you just got schooled again. You got served. I don't know what's happening today. This is Fun Employment Radio. It's not always like this. 
<laughs> what is it? I'd, I'd struggle to see what it's always like. I don't know. <laughs> what is <laughs> If we are anything, we are inconsistent with <laughs> the crazy. <laughs> the focal day to day, points. you never know what it's going to be. <laughs> Well, anyway, there you go. That's just a little bit of lesson in rapping. So oh, really my gosh. So it's being recommended. I think it should be you versus Scott Daly. <laughs> oh, I will take on Scott in a rap battle. I will throw down that challenge right now. I challenge Scott Daly. MC Squish challenges Scott Daly to a rap battle. Yep, Caitlin, he's totally doing white boy crab arms. He totally is. It's not crab arms. I'm throwing it down. It looks more like so, no. T-Rex arms because right, they're very small. And they're, they don't move Sarah, very much. To properly throw it down, you have to raise your hand up in the air, and then you kind of put like two fingers and kind of point them like diagonally down towards the ground, and then you then you raise your arm up and down and be like, yeah. That's throwing it down. That's what that's what we call throwing. Is that it you down. throwing down the beats? Yeah, that's what you call throwing it down. And then you know I'm 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 spitting rhymes at you. We are going to have to go to like Gen X or uh, tops and bottoms and get you a grill. I have a grill. Gonna... What? I do. I have. What a grill. do you mean you have a who? You have a grill? Yeah, I have a grill. I got it for a Halloween. I'm not talking about a barbecue time. grill, Greg. No, no, I got it for a Halloween costume one time because I went as Kevin Federline, and so I had to have a grill for it, and then my hair and cornrows. There's a picture of it somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got a grill. Yeah, so I would throw it down with my grill. It's a little hard to wrap with the grill in, though. I have to say, it's a, it's a little bit tough. It's kind of kind of tough to talk, but it does make me look pretty damn cool. So maybe, I, maybe I'll break out my grill for this thing. February 22nd, Lister Party. Seriously? Keelan is saying he's going to write Scott's rhymes. That's fine. I mean, It's all I about think, the delivery, obviously right? Obviously, because Scott's not good enough to come up with his own rhymes. So I'm just throwing Scott. Poor Scott is just like under the bus right now. You're working hard at his job, and like we're sitting here talking shit about his rap skills. I'm saying saying his rap skills suck. I'm just throwing it. Scott would totally screw it up. (laughs) (laughs) I would pay. I would pay twenty dollars to see Scott Daly on stage, but he has to do like the throw it down white man arm wrap. No, that's throwing it down. He has to he has to throw it down Uh because he's so tall and you're so short and like you two spastically rapping back and forth to each other. Oh my god! Yeah. All right, we'll see if he will. I threw out the challenge, so we'll see if he accepts. If he doesn't, it's off. I think Scott totally would do it. All right, we'll see what happens. Scott's braver than we think he is. I'm going to need a lot to drink before I do this. Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, there it is. Throwing it out there so everybody knows MC Swish is in the house. Listener party, February 22nd. It's a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, boy. Get your tickets now. I'm so excited. I feel kind of weird that I just did that in front of everybody. Well, you're going to feel even weirder when you're doing it at the Hawthorne Theater on yeah. stage in front of people. Well, just it's going to be it's intimidating awesome. People. It's intimidating people. Should I bring Sharky? What? To the listener party? No. Nobody wants Sharky there. Okay. Nope. Nobody wants Sharky. But I think he wants to go. Like, it's in case you don't know, (laughs) Sharky is my spirit animal. He's a shark on a stick. Yeah. Um, One of those little clicky shark things. Mm -hmm. And he's awesome. And Greg hates him. And Sharky hates Greg. Yes, that is entirely Mm -hmm. true. That's entirely true. All right, somebody's saying that we need a video if this rap battle does happen. Um, All right, well, we'll have to we'll have to see. We'll have to see if this does go down. We'll see if we'll have to see if Scott wants to throw down. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm throwing down. I'm mixing it up and I'm serving it. So is, is he just going to take it, or is he going to serve it back? I don't, no, he can't. He can't serve it back. Yeah, he can't because he's unaware of. Sorry, this, this is right this now. is how we speak in in my rapping community. So you probably wouldn't understand what I'm what it is that I'm saying. Though I understand, you're a little bit confused. You're probably still dealing with the fact that you got served. <sighs> Queen of God. All right. Anyway, moving on. 
Why are you just staring at me, shaking your head? Because you're very overwhelming. You're very overwhelming. <laughs> In a good way. I think I'm just looking at you because I got served so it is. heavily that it's, it's making me really sad. Well, I'm glad you could admit it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you can admit that. All right. Uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Oh, oh it's a big uh, sports weekend, isn't it? Yes, it is. I hear that there's going to be sporting abounding. There is. Sporting abounds. There's a lot of sporting going on. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. I have a feeling that your balls are going to be pretty pointy today. Well, there's some pretty... There, there's a lot of pointiness going on. There's a lot of uh, bizarre things that are happening. All right. So first up, we'll have this. This is the big story of the day that doesn't have to do with actually a game that's going to be happening. does have to do with the NFL, though, and the New York Jets tight end, Kellen Winslow Jr. So Kellen Winslow Jr., was arrested for possession of synthetic marijuana outside of a Target in East Hanover back in November. So police were, were called to the scene, and he was he was arrested for the synthetic marijuana. But part of the reason that he was called, that the police were called, was because a woman saw him in his vehicle. He was parked out there and believed that there was a man masturbating. Wait. So, These are my stories, usually. This well, is, this oh is, my gosh. Kellen Winslow, Jets tied in. So what happened was this this woman was, was had parked her vehicle in a spot to the right of a black Cadillac Escalade outside the Target along Route 10. This is according Why to the do report. fancy sports players always drive Escalades? That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Yep, that's just what you're supposed to do. They have entire magazines that are devoted just to uh, athletes. I, I have one of them. It's for for multimillionaire athletes. Their entire magazines. I think you show me this. It's like just for rich people. Just for in in particular athletes. It's all like boats and cars and ridiculous like hot tubs. It's a magazine full of stuff for them to waste their money on. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. they they have whole things for it. But anyway, he had his black Escalade there, and uh, the woman was walking by it, and uh, the man inside had his window open. And she said as she exited her vehicle, she commented to the male regarding how cold it was because he happened to have his window down. She was walking right by it. And as she stood near the open driver's side window of the Escalade, she observed, according to the police report, the male's erect penis. (laughs) She stated that she believed he was masturbating, and she provided a written statement regarding the account. Now, when the police arrived, they found him, they found Winslow, slouched in his seat and, quote, moving around. He allegedly sprang to an upright position when the officer arrived, and when the cop asked Winslow what he was doing, Winslow allegedly said he was looking for Boston Market, but was lost. Boston Market, of course, the uh, chain chain restaurant. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to read exactly what the what the police report says. The cop noticed Winslow was wearing dark colored sweatpants and wrote that his genitals were not exposed. But the cop also noticed. Two open containers of Vaseline on his center console. Oh, wow. And plastic bags marked Mr. Happy and empty plastic <laughs> containers of Funky Monkey scattered throughout the vehicle. What's Funky Monkey? Mr. Happy and Funky Monkey are synthetic marijuana. Oh. So he allegedly told police that he smoked that at his home to relax because the NFL doesn't drug test for it. He actually told the cop this. And that he buys stuff on the internet and at gas stations. So you cannot, I, I guess it's illegal to possess synthetic marijuana. 
And he was charged um, The lab test came back on December 23rd He was formally charged on December 30th And that's when all these reports came out About exactly what was going on there So hmm. he was Well I mean he shouldn't be masturbating in public Well no and, But also like Who t- comes up to somebody with their window down And says like Boy it sure is cold That's just kind of weird Well that's weird That's a girl That's somebody right next to him I mean yeah. it could be a little It's a little busybody like But also It is busybody like But also you shouldn't be playing was, with your dong in public Yeah, yeah. if he had his window rolled down And he's masturbating in a parking lot of a Target That's probably not something you should do either and I just forgot Walter was below me and just squished him again Oops. stop squishing Walter I don't mean to squish him I'm his life sorry. is in your hands I know yeah when you said Mr. Happy in a plastic bag I thought maybe that he was into the plastic bag and that the, the plastic bag's name was Mr. Happy no I think the plastic bag is some kind of what the it's the name what of the marijuana synthetic is marijuana the yeah. marijuana yeah. yeah okay so there we go Colin Winslow Two open jars of Vaseline on his center console. There we go. Moving on. In ball talk, potpourri of balls. It's a smattering. We have this. We'll just go straight over to uh, to Russia, where the, of course, the Olympics are going to be taking place in Sochi. And uh, Vladimir Putin, president of Russia, has made it very clear he doesn't like the gays very much. Mm-hmm. And they've passed all kinds of different. Extremely homophobic laws uh, banning uh, being gay in public is essentially what it is. God damn! And uh, the they said that you can't protest against it. It's forbidden in controlled zones, and they will uh, they will not allow anybody to be um, to, to be publicly proclaiming gay. However, he did just put out an extra added statement on this, in which that this is what he said. Gay people are certainly welcome at Sochi, so long as they leave kids alone. What? Because he equates being gay with being a pedophile. Oh. This is what Vladimir Putin equates. So, he is saying that uh, the anti-gay law was put put into law in Russia to protect the children. Because as we all know, it's gay soldiers that want to take Christmas. Of away course, from the kids. gay I mean, soldiers are constantly ruining Christmas. Yeah, I mean, we we all know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a, that's just a scientific fact. No, so this is this is what he is saying. Yeah, that uh, gay people are welcome in Sochi so long as they don't say that they're gay and they leave kids alone. There is going to be so many amazing protests that happen in Russia. Oh yeah, there's not yeah. going to be anything that they can do about it. So anyway, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Why it makes me so so happy that the U.S. is sending an almost entirely gay delegation yeah. to the Olympics. It's fantastic. But watch uh, Stephen Colbert's interview with uh, Billie Jean King. It's fantastic. She talks about it because she's like, "Oh yeah, no, I know why we're going. It's awesome." Mm-hmm. She's fully on. Board. <laughs> she's fully on board. Oh yeah, no, she's she's great. So uh, there we go. In Russia, just don't talk to the kids. Moving on to ball talk. Let's get to the big events that are happening this weekend. Oh boy! Oh, There's you better be tread lightly, young nibbler. Big events. So, and this is a, this is kind of an education too for anybody who's not into sports, because regardless, you're going to be inundated with this all weekend long. Already am. Yep. By anybody who is a fan of the NFL, particularly here on the West Coast, just because of San Francisco and Seattle and even Denver. Um, but uh, the NFL playoffs are happening this weekend. It is the conference finals. So there are two games. The winner of these two games will end up. Going to the Super Bowl. Uh oh. So four teams enter, two teams leave. They're going to the Super Bowl. 
Dun, dun, dun. And Denver is uh, hosting the New England Patriots, Denver Broncos, New England Patriots. So that's Peyton Manning for the Denver Broncos and Tom Brady of the New England Patriots coming in there into Denver. The winner of that game will go to the Super Bowl. Then there is Seattle and San Francisco. Seattle and San Francisco. San Francisco visiting Seattle. This is a pretty intense rivalry. Oh, now was this the two the, cities? Was this the one that you were talking about? How you could only buy tickets for it if you were in the proper zip code? Seattle had set up a thing where you could only buy a ticket to from their official website, from Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. website, if you had a zip code that was in Oregon, Idaho, Washington, Alaska, BC, or Alberta. Okay, and Montana, Montana, yeah. basically the greater Northwest part of the continent. Gotcha. That's it. But if you're from California, you would not be allowed to buy a ticket on their website in order to try to keep San Francisco fans from being there. Um, so there, so so Seattle's playing San Francisco this week on Sunday. On Sunday, both these games are on Sunday. Oh boy, both these games are on Sunday. Which means I'm going to stay off the internet <laughs> for that entire day. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be, be a whole. A because I I have noticed like all on my social media things like everybody like. I know people who are fans of every single football team that's going to be happening, and then people get into fights about the Seahawks versus Broncos. There's or a lot of that. 49ers gonna, or whatever. You get ready to see a lot of that that's going to be going on. Um, there are a couple of good things that are happening with it. There's uh, San Francisco and Seattle, the 49ers and Seahawks, have both set up a um, thing to see which city can donate the most to a children's hospital. So Seattle fans are trying to beat San Francisco and San Francisco fans, you know, vice versa, um, by donating to a San Francisco Children's Hospital and the Seattle Children's Hospital. Okay. So that's kind of that's a good That's a good thing. competition. That's a good competition. Everybody wins. That is a good one that's happening. Um, that's not going to include all of the fights that are going to happen between the various, uh, various fans, but nonetheless, that's one thing that's going on. Another kind of cool thing, Colin, that, uh, that uh, Kaepernick did. So... Kaepernick, of course, is the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And he has... Is that Colin Kaepernick? Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick. And his, this is something that he actually did that was kind of cool. So one of his fans, one of the fans from... Uh, I guess it's a 13-year-old fan from just outside Los Angeles. He's a 13-year-old who designs their own clothes. So his name is Jeremiah Jones. And he's a, he's a teenager who's been designing, like, vests. He's an aspiring fashion designer. And he actually got a birthday gift pack to Colin Kaepernick. He oh. was able to get it delivered to him, in which he included one of his vests. Colin Kaepernick decided to wear that during their press conferences. So he's wearing this kid's vest oh. with the kid's logo on it. And I guess the kid is just like, it exploded with people uh, uh, coming up to him, you know, and asking him about this and hitting his website and trying to find out more about his fashion. Oh, that's super cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's pretty cool move by Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That is that. Is that. And then we have these things. <laughs> so this is something I was excited about, as we know here on Fun Employment Radio, particularly during ball talk. I like to play fan songs. Oh, boy. And I've got a couple of different ones here for you, Sarah. For me? Oh, boy. It's like Christmas again. That I wanted to play. Just an example of some of the things that are going on because uh, people are so Losing crazy. their minds. Losing their minds. Oops. That was a mystery sound. That was a weird sound. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like the spirits are trying to communicate through your computer. The first one is this. This is someone who also claims to be a rapper by the name of Colfax Alexander. And this is their song called Seahawks versus 49ers song. I believe they're Seahawks fans. It's hard for me to tell, but I'll just play a little bit of this here. Uh, security blue. We'll come over with dark. 
Okay, that's a, that's, that's all I can take. Yeah, yeah. So that is a, that is a, a song for uh, Seahawks fans, I believe, to uh, you know get rallied up. For sure, the, for the big event. <laughs> I feel rallied right now. Do you feel rallied? Yeah, that that was all right. Would you like to hear rallied. another one? Here's no. A, here's a Seattle retort. So oh, this is, seriously, this is this like an a, online battle. All right, this is uh, oh not another. Se- this isn't a Seattle retort. This is one more Seattle song. Okay, so, so this isn't a cyber battle. Well, not yet. Oh, God. In the cheering. Computer even tried to shut that one my, down. My computer was trying to shut that down. I'm not done. Here's a 40 no, song. Are you sc- That's what we made for. This is a quest for six Going on with this one, I like. I think if I was lulled to sleep for a second there, what is that? It's called 49ers Faithful. Here comes the flamers, 49er bangers, addicted champions. Can nobody save us? Winning back to back Lombardi's, man. How can you blame us? Looking all your haters. Shout out to my. All right, Greg, that's enough. That's enough. Oh, I cannot wait for the Super Bowl to be over. Oh, you got three more weeks. I know. All right, with that, since we're talking about the Seattle-San Francisco game... Oh, God. Oh, no. There is something that I am required to do here as part of Ball Talk, in which I spend hours and hours analyzing the statistics of each game and the weather and the grass and the players and all kinds of different numbers and quantifications that many people don't understand in order to properly determine who will win which game. So we'll do this one first. San Francisco 49ers visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. 
Oh, God, Greg, are you really doing this? Oh, I'm nervous for you. What are you doing? This is a mistake. Colin Kaepernick versus Russell Wilson. Jim Harbaugh versus Pete Carroll. Of course, the 12th man, Seattle's fans, believing to be the difference in a lot of games. And my prediction is this. From the National Football Conference, the winner shall emerge, and it shall be... The Seattle Seahawks will win this Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. That is my prediction. So there you go. That's the winner of game one. Well, actually, it's the second game on that day, but nonetheless. Okay. And for this next game... The Denver Broncos against the uh, New England Patriots. Well, I did analyze a lot of the statistics on it, but I also took a little bit of inspiration from this. Now, you may remember last week playing a song from The Mad Fanatic, where he had a Broncos versus Chargers song. Well, The Mad Fanatic is back. This one's called Breathe, Broncos versus (laughs) Patriots song. Shout out to KS 107.5. Music by the code. You hear that? I got a new one for you. The Mad Fanatic. The perks of being the one seed. The one team nobody wants to see. The only team accustomed to the altitude. And you know what that mountain do. Try breathing mile high, you can't catch your breath. Ryan Clark almost died, stood right next to death. They on the sideline getting oxygen. Peyton got that old flying name. Oh my god, is this almost Better over, Craig? But they start faking muscles fast. Bella check, but on the cheek, can't put nothing past. At least this guy can kind of rap. Hates losing. Defense winded. And ain't no substitution. Really? No break. Well, better than the other one. Fake in the hands of 12 men, no jerk. Okay. Deacon play great. Still might get burped. Cause Matt prayed a good from long range. You said your face in the hand of 12 men, you know, it's only 11 men on a field at a time. Aren't the fans the 12th man? That's in Seattle. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand the whole 12th man thing. I see people posting that all the time. Like this guy that I went to fans. school with in Bremerton, he always posts, like, in all caps, of course, because everything about the Seahawks has to be in all caps. And he's always posting, like, I'm the 12th man! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Go, Hawks! Uh, to put it to something you might be able to equate it to, it's like Timber's Army, 12th man. It's like they're hardcore fans. That's what they call their fans. Their fans are the 12th man. Because there's 11 people on the field. They're the 12th one. Does that make sense? I think it's making all the sense that it's supposed to. Yeah, there we go. So we already know Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. And who shall they be facing? Well, the New England Patriots visiting the Denver Broncos, Tom Brady, versus Peyton Manning, two legendary quarterbacks. Guaranteed this Hall is of still Favors. going. It's like the football season. It never ends. Ball talk is like football. And the winner shall be the Denver Broncos. <gasps> so you're predicting a Broncos-Seahawks Super Bowl. The Seattle Seahawks will take on the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. No need to watch the games because I've already told you who will win. Well, I'm clearly I'm not going to watch the game. I'm watching the Puppy Bowl. We've talked about this. No, I mean the, the games this weekend. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. There you go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
I'm just oh, gonna hate me. Oh man, I really like. I, I quite honestly, I really hope you're right. Well, of course, if your team wins, I expect all the credit in the world. Oh man, Greg. <laughs> Yeah, I may have made myself a marked man. You put a big bullseye on your back right there. This is in no way as disgusting or crazy as it was yesterday. But I do have some world of crazy for you. And here we go. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, oh, Oregon, sweet, sweet Oregon. I bring you a Florida with trees story. This takes place, dateline, Lebanon, Oregon. Lebanon. Lebanon. What? I've always called it Lebanon. No, that's, no, that's the country. The city is called Lebanon. It's spelled with non. Lebanon. N-O-N. Lebanon. Lebanon. No, that's not right. Teachers. It's like saying Albany. 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 Teachers in Lebanon, Oregon, are in hot water after instituting a policy requiring students to pay to use the bathroom. <laughs> yes, wow. the protests of. Now, it isn't real money, but the, I'll, let me explain this to you. So, uh, the protests, however, of outraged parents have convinced school officials otherwise and to get rid of the program. So, this is uh, taking place in Lebanon, Oregon. At Cascades Elementary School. So teachers came up with this idea to start charging students super pro bucks, which are fake money that they could otherwise spend at the school store. But if they had to go to the bathroom, they would have to pay the money to be able to leave the classroom to go to the bathroom. So they want, they said that they instituted this in order to get kids to use the toilet uh, in a more effective way and use their, their bathroom breaks more wisely, basically. So they're not always leaving and going to the bathroom. However, since children, you know, love free things and play things and play money and stuff. Uh, kids are doing everything possible to hold on to their phony cash, including peeing their pants. Because these kids wanted to hang on to their play money and they couldn't go to the bathroom unless they paid with their play money. Or they yeah. couldn't buy anything at the store. Yeah. So this uh, started to have uh, kids wetting themselves because they wanted to hang on to their things. Now the teachers have finally taken this back. They have admitted that maybe it wasn't the best idea ever. What were you thinking? How would you ever think that that would be an okay thing Shaming to a through? kid into not being able to go to the bathroom? Like, you have to pay money in order to go... Like, that's embarrassing enough if you're a kid and you well, have to, like, go to the bathroom. But even as a teacher, like, instituting, you don't think that's going to cause a backlash at some point? Yeah. So teachers say that they are just trying to keep the kids in the classroom as much as possible. What kind of stuff could they buy with those dollars? I don't know. They could buy stuff from the store. I remember in our kids' school store, we could buy, like, pencils and erasers, eraser tops. Yeah. Like, pencil topper erasers. Sometimes they look like animals. I ran the school store for a little while. I bet you did. You could buy... No, you couldn't buy push pins. I remember you could buy, like, a Ziploc baggy thing that you put inside of your binders and you can keep all your pens and stuff in. Yeah. That was pretty cool. You could buy uh, mechanical pencils. Yeah. I remember... Uh, gonna, was, are you going to list all of them? I, I just want to tell you my favorite my favorite school supply ever. I got it when I was in seventh grade, and it was when uh, different colored notebook paper was popular. Do you remember that? Yes. When it was like regular notebook paper, but it could be like pink or orange. Or, right. I had this teal notebook paper. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world, and I would write all of my papers on it. Yeah. And they sold it at the school store, too. That's pretty amazing. I know. It's a good... Let me just go through my school supplies yeah, from when I was a kid. 
All right, so yes, yeah, so now uh, teachers in Lebanon, Oregon, uh, have decided that yes, it probably wasn't the best idea. And the policy ended up being more of a punishment than anything else. And now kids can go to the bathroom without paying for it. From Florida with trees to Florida. Greg, three of my favorite words. A Florida man? A Florida man who forgot a receipt to a printer that he was trying to return at a Walmart lost something else. His temper. (laughs) Jose Morales, 24 years young, was arrested after he allegedly assaulted Walmart employees who wouldn't take back his used HP printer because he did not have a receipt. Now, Morales showed his displeasure at the policy by cursing and screaming and allegedly smashing the printer onto the floor because, of course, that's going to get the job done. Well, that'll show him. Yeah. He then threw, picked the printer off of the floor and hurled it at two of the clerks who ducked behind the counter, not hitting either of them. He then stormed away after smashing his printer. He chest bumped an assistant manager who tried to stop him. <laughs> and then karate kicked an anti-theft security device, causing $500 worth of damage to it. Investigators eventually tracked down Morales to his girlfriend's apartment after, you know, they were able to scan the printer and figure out that it's him, uh, where he was allegedly found hiding in her closet. Morales has been charged with assault, battery, criminal mischief, and resisting an officer. He's being held in the Charlotte uh, Charlotte County Jail on a $3,000 bond. Now, what's the difference between bond and bail? I don't... Greg, you've asked me this. I don't know. All right. I think bond... No, I think that means that it's $30,000. Because the bond bails... Bonds... Bonds bailman or whatever. Okay. That's the 10%. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that they have to pay $3,000 to get him out of jail. All right. So it'd be like 30000 bail. Okay. We don't know what we're talking about. Why am I telling you things that, are, that I'm know. saying I'm, that they're definitive and you're it. believing yeah. them? Yeah. I don't know. To Dunmore, PA. Is that Pennsylvania? Where do you think it is? Philadelphia. Philadelphia is not a state. I know. I was just testing you. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania? You were right. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh, stressful. <laughs> to Dunmore, Pennsylvania, we go. In case you guys don't know, state abbreviation PA. Attention, Greg Nog. I saw this story and I thought of you. Between mysteriously banging doors, odd noises coming from the basement, and the persistent feeling that someone is standing behind them, homeowners Greg and Sandy Leeson are thoroughly creeped out by their 113-year-old Victorian house. So when they put up their house in northeastern Pennsylvania Pennsylvania for sale, they advertised it as slightly haunted. Greg, this is something that you might be able to do with your slightly haunted house. Well, I, I was thinking about this. Haunted. So they advertised their house as slightly haunted. They're trying to get it sold. It's 113 years old. That's how old your house is, isn't it? Um, no. You know, my house is uh, 106. Oh, it's just a baby compared to this one then. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. All right, so your house is six years younger than this one. Yes. All right, so they did list their house for sale. Now, of course, they got lots of calls from ghost hunters. An open house attracted a lot of curiosity seekers, but no legitimate buyers. However, now because they have put the fact that their house is slightly haunted, they are starting to get some bids on their house. Really? Because people people want to live in a haunted house. Huh. Also, when people came in for the open house, a former resident who actually used to live in the house many, many years earlier told the couple when he was a kid, this is also something that I thought might happen at your house, he found a human skull in the basement 
The same basement that they've had to barricade repeatedly because they could hear the clicking of a cigarette lighter emanating from the basement over and over again in footsteps. Yeah. You hear footsteps in your house. I haven't found any human skulls in my house. Did, did they report You that? haven't looked hard enough. Did they report that to the police? I well, this was the person, the resident who came in and said he lived there as a mm. child, and he came into the open uh, the open house. How much above market value are they getting bids for? <sighs> well, let's see. They're selling their house at uh, one hundred and fifty thousand, and it looks like they're going to meet that, or maybe go a little bit more above. So I'm saying, Greg, maybe hmm. you should pitch your house as slightly haunted. So have people come look for it and then have like piped in like Whoa! No, just have the little ghost boy stand around the corner and just stare at them blankly with the dead eyes and the and the swirly face that you described. That was just a dream. Oh. He hasn't come back yet. It's only been like two days. Ew. All right, and finally, thank you. Uh, let's see, somebody just sent this to me. Let me pull out the name. I want to thank Justin. Justin, thank you for sending this to me. Greg, do you ever have problems getting a date? I don't know what you mean by that. Well, this one particular man has had problems dating. And he is blaming it not on his personality, not on any weird quirks about himself. Sure. But he's blaming girl's fault. He's blaming it on the brand of toothpaste that he uses because he thinks that it's there it's the toothpaste's fault for him not being able to get women. What is he doing? Yes, about a man that? is suing close-up toothpaste. <laughs> he's 26 years old. He has filed a lawsuit saying that the ads for the toothpaste which uh, show women getting all hot and bothered after uh, the guy brushes his teeth are deceptive and false. He is suing because he is still single despite using close-up every day, twice a day for seven years. In his filed lawsuit, he claims, quote, no girl ever agreed to go out for a tea or coffee with me even though I'm sure they could smell my breath. I always brush my teeth with so much close-up gel to make sure the girls get turned on by my fresh breath as they do on the show on TV. <laughs> as evidence in the case, he's submitting all of his tubes of toothpaste, the used, half-used, and those not yet used, as evidence. He says that close-up toothpaste is to blame for his lack of love in his life, and it's left him, feel <laughs> left him feeling cheated. So he wants close-up. I don't know what he wants close-up. Sue him for money? Because that's what is going to get a girl hot and bothered. Hey, baby, you want to see all my money? I got it from suing a toothpaste company. Is he also going to sue, like, Taster's Choice? I don't know. Because supposedly if you drink that, you're going to spark up a romance that will last for years. Oh. Boy, he could be onto something there. He could sue all kinds of people over this stuff. There you go. Greg's thinking about people to sue right now. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. What about, like, OkCupid or... Yeah, so close-up is the one, like, it's a red box with the white writing, and it has, like, the big, you know, the, like, happy people on the front with mm -hmm. big white smiles. Yeah, you're supposed to get to make I out with I can see this. how this gentleman was misled. Yeah, supposedly you get to make out with, make out with people if mm -hmm. you use toothpaste. Yeah, this is a fair... <laughs> I'd say let, let, let the lawsuit go forward. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy.
your diapers today. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have not been able to get that straight out of my head. Yeah, it's you pretty gross. You can listen to yesterday's. Don't recap it. You can listen to yesterday's episode if you want to hear it. I was kind it. of excited, though, because I found that story in, in like some random site after I'd been digging for a while, and then today is when all the other sites are getting it. I was like, yeah. High five me. I just clapped don't, for don't myself. Don't high five yourself. I just high five myself. Don't it was that. awesome. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Well, we do need to take care of some science facts today, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And so what we need everyone to do, if you're listening live, go to funemploymentradio.com slash live right now and enter into the live chat where you can enter in your questions for Dr. Science, where Dr. Science will come in and dispel the untruths that you may have learned in your schoolings and your educationings. What? All right. And just so you live listeners know, uh, I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, the song that we're going to play while Dr. Science is compelling those questions. Let me just say, this is a song that Greg sang at karaoke last night. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. <laughs> ever. All right. We'll hop into the chat now. <laughs> Enter your questions in there. Enter them in. Now, now, now. Come on. And we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. We are back. Oh boy! Oh, oh gross! Gotta gross. do some science stretches. Stop it! Ooh, gonna have to do a little bit of work to get the science juices flowing today. You're scaring Walter with your science stretches. Oh, Walter's okay. Walter, the wounded dog. You are neat. You're not a frog. You have much more hair than a log. You're Walter, the wonder dog. There, he's fine. I'd rather hear you sing than hear you stretch. <sighs> Are the juices flowing? Oh, they're... Oh, they're flowing. Oh, they're flowing. Okay. All right. I, I understand it. They're, they're flowing. All right, Sarah. It's time now to dispel the untruths. To expunge the truth from my body. Yes. I don't all think that... Over. Again, I don't think that means what We're you think it does. Push it out. Stop it. Stop pushing push it, it out. out. Push that Stop knowledge out. pushing it out. Push the knowledge out. It'll be part of my workout tapes that I've come up with. Dr. Science has pushed the knowledge out. Push it, push it, push it, push it. All right, are you ready? Yes. All right. Our first question comes from... Mr. Aaron Duran. Mr. Aaron Duran. And he writes... Dear Dr. Science. Yes! Since this is kind of a, a hot topic today. All right. Dr. Science does not run away from hot topics. All right, Dr. Science. <gasps> Once shopped at a hot topic. Oh, wow. Is that where you get your chain wallets? I thought it was cool in high school. Apparently, you still do. What is a Seahawk? Dr. Science, what is a Seahawk? What is a Seahawk? Well, that is a good question. Of course, we all know the Seattle Seahawks. But we have to think to ourselves, what is that? That's not a real creature, is it? But in fact, it is. Now, we must analyze the two different separate terms in that, uh, in that word, sea hawk. Sea, what's the first part of that, Sarah? If you split up the two, what's the first one? What's the first one? The sea. The sea. Good job. Thank you. The sea, of course, what Seattle's named after. Oh, I never got that before. Huh. I'll be. Sea. Seattle. Busting my brain. The sea has many creatures that live in it. A lot of people don't realize this. And under the water, 
is a virtual mimic of what it's like up here. That's creepy. I don't like this one. So underwater, there are animals just like our animals. There are water cows. Are there water humans? I'm not even going to get into that one. Oh my god! Of course, we all know about sea monkeys. But there is a chain of things that happens there, and actually, at the top of the chain, is the the top of the food line, the the apex predator, and that is the tuna fish. Now, tuna fishes, while being very delicious. Are voracious predators And as such The ancient seamen When they would go out there They'd notice Wow It's like they're swooping down From the top of the sea Snatching things from the bottom Much like A hawk So the actual nickname Of a tuna fish Is a sea hawk And that is in fact What The Seattle Seahawks Are named after Tuna fish So that's what I'm getting When I get to Just can sea hawks Yep Can of sea hawks It's just not as marketable Of a name Question number two comes from a huge Seahawks fan, Miss Bianarita. I believe she resides in Sea Toll. It's a proper way to say the name, actually. I can tell that you didn't go to school in Washington because I'm not even going to get into the Chief Seattle stuff. Okay, whatever. Sea Toll. Okay. Question number two comes from Bianarita, and she writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! How does toothpaste clean your teeth? How does toothpaste clean your teeth? Well, of course, as we found out, it doesn't always work for to get the ladies, but there is a secret to toothpaste, and to do this, I must reveal a very dark secret that the toothpaste industry has tried to hide for many years from now. And of course, we know toothpaste was invented in approximately 1993. We all remember the time before toothpaste. We didn't know what to do. We just... Dark ages. Rub water all over it or scrub it with Coca-Cola. But in 1993, something happened, and it wasn't in the toothpaste industry. It was in another industry. Okay. What happened in 1993? Why that, Sarah? Okay. Is when word processors were starting to be used. And we slowly, slowly saw typewriters going away. Now, what was one of the main things that typewriters could do? Now, you could type along on there. But what happened if you made a mistake? What would you have to do? You'd have to use that, that whiteout sheet that was shiny on one side and white out on the other. Why? What did you just say? Whiteout? Well, a lot of people wonder what happened to the whiteout industry after typewriters came along and eliminated the need for their product. Well, Sarah, here is what happened. The whiteout industry, not wanting to lose their profits, invented the toothpaste industry. Toothpaste is, in fact, simply the same whiteout you would use on your typewriter. So if you have any lying around, buy it up, use it, scrub your teeth with it. It's the same thing. Toothpaste is whiteout. I do use toothpaste for a lot of things other than to, like, to brush your teeth. Like, it does have multiple it gets, uses. It gets, get, gets rid of stains, doesn't it? It also fills holes in walls. It covers them up. Hmm. Toothpaste is whiteout. Just mint flavored. Yeah. The industry won't. They'll, they'll be upset that I revealed that. And finally, we have our third question. Third and final question. 
And this is from Tyrannosaurus Sex. And T-Sex writes, Dear Dr. Science. Walter, by the way, jerks up every time you do that. Oh, I'm sorry, Walter. Yeah, bastard. Walter. Hi, buddy. Oh, hi. Dear Dr. Science. Where did dogs come from? Final question. Where did dogs come from? Where did dogs come from? All right. Okay, throw me on the spot on this one. Let me take care. Well, where do dogs come from? And let's Mm -hmm. talk about something that, of course, we all know. The very, very hit song. Walter the Wonder Dog. Oh, wow. Obviously a big hit. You see it rising up the charts. But the thing is, with Walter the Wonder Dog, there is, in fact, a little lesson in there about zoology. Now, the lyrics to Walter Walter the Wonder Dog clearly state, you're really neat, you're not a frog. That's true. It's true, he's not a frog. He's not. Not anymore. You have much more hair than a log. Well, let's think about uh, think about how this uh, happened. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, dogs all like the water. You see, you see, let a dog loose next to a pond or a lake. They all go running in there, and that's because they're trying to get back to their ancient roots. Dogs, when ancient man, when ancient man was uh, running around looking for a companion, what did they find? They found the easiest things they could catch. Frogs. Frogs were the first man's best friend. Because they were easy to catch. You could hang out with them. But slowly, as the frogs hung out with the humans and the humans were eating other animals, the hair from the other animals would fall onto the ground and it would stick to the frog. Now, as these frogs got bigger and bigger, eating the better food with the humans, more and more of the hair stuck to them until they started growing their own hair. Eventually. Evolving. Into what we know now as the modern dog. Dogs are direct descendants of frogs. Which is why we all know that dogs and frogs have an epic battle in the war that goes on every year. Oh, the epic dog-frog battle. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah. Dogs come from frogs. There you go. I feel like I learned absolutely nothing today. That was awesome. Hey, but we do have a special birthday that we'd like to uh, say before we end up wrapping up today's show. And it's for Kathleen. Yes. The most patient woman in the world because you might know her as married to John and boring. Yeah. And God bless you, Kathleen. You are a trooper. Yeah, you are. Yes. Yes, yes, you are. And we love you and we hope that you have an amazing birthday. And happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. Hot damn right is what Elvis says. All right. Yeah. So there we go. I feel like we got a lot accomplished today. Oh, really? (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) You'll find out that Seattle and Denver are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, God. Stop saying it, Greg. I just got to embrace it. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, don't forget that we have a lot of new online sponsors. So if you do online shopping, go to funemploymentradio.com and look on the right-hand side. Um, it's been fantastic. This has been kind of a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have now, if you are going to do any shopping at not only Amazon, but perhaps such companies as Zappos. Mm, Zappos. Perhaps a little company called thinkgeek.com. Oh, that little one. Perhaps eBay is more your more your ticket. More your taste. More maybe maybe Groupon's your style. Oh, okay. It's your flavor. Even if you want to go to Nordstrom's. 
It's all right there at funemploymentradio.com. by the way. Nord, Nord, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, no, you didn't. You said it totally wrong. Well, if you want to go to Nordstrom's online store, see? <laughs> uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and go right there. And that's also where you will find the link to buy tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Network yes! Friday. Yes! Oh, my gosh. February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater. Please get your tickets as soon as you can. Go there now and buy them. That'd be awesome that it's done. It's out of the way. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting them at the door. They're cheaper when you buy them online right yep. now. Like, just go get them. Your name will be on a list. You're taken care of. Yep. That's it. Bam. Bam. You're in. Bing, bang, boom. Ooh, and we have a brand new B-Sides and Besides. Yes, indeed. That's awesome. B-Sides and Besides. So after we sign off, if you are a live listener to the Fun Employment Radio Network, uh, we'll play a song or two, and then we will have a brand new B-Sides and Besides for your listening pleasure. 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 I might even watch Pointy Ball this weekend. I'm kind of curious. I want to see if someone's going to murder you on Monday. (laughs) Oh, boy. Best of luck, Greg. That's a... That's a bold Peyton Manning Russell Wilson Epic Super Bowl battle I'm scared Alright Thank you very much everyone For tuning in We love you guys We love you all We will be back on Monday With more Funemploymentradio.com Bye guys Bye